What's going on, guys? This is the Mental Detox Podcast. If you want to support the show, I encourage you to give it a five-star review and download or subscribe to the podcast. We're on various platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts as well. And links are also down below. Also, feel free to give us a follow at twitter.com slash frankwolfbite and twitter.com slash judgeguilty and on Instagram, that's instagram.com slash frankwolfbite and instagram.com slash liberty. Enjoy the show. Do it, Tim. What's going on, boys? This is your Mental Detox Podcast, episode 20. Dude, imagine us taking 20 years to like record some stuff. No, I'm kidding. 20 episodes. So how's it been? Uh, it's been a busy lately. Uh, you know, it's fall, seasonal affective disorder kicking in. Lots of people are having some issues. Just trying to keep everybody in a good space as best they can. And, yeah. You know, friends everywhere, community, it's great. Actually, it's for me, it's like heaven. Mm. So, okay, one of the things that, okay, this is just for me, right? Like, one of the things that I kind of noticed is, for one, is that a lot of people in this times, usually it's either... It's either the two ways. It doesn't go in the middle, unfortunately. It either goes from bad to worse, the way they're feeling things, or from from worse to bad. It doesn't mean that, you know, it's actually good, but sometimes, you know, since it's seasonal, you know, seasonal disorder kind of thing, that kind of just makes sense. Because a lot of people don't think usually about it, but it's either the two, right? It either goes goes that you're feeling upward, downwards up, or you're feeling upwards down. If that makes sense, it does. Um, for one thing, um, you know, fall might be a downer for a lot of people and bring people into a depression state or an anxiety state. But there are those that actually enjoy fall so much you can create a manic state. So yeah, you could definitely go the opposite direction. There are people in that boat. Some people absolutely love winter. I'm not one of those people. I'm not a fan of winter. <laughs> but that's me. I don't really like the freezing cold up here. But I live with it because the alternative is to go down where there's lots of poisonous stuff. So I'm not up for that either. Mm-hmm. So... Okay, let's do this instead because I like doing this in the start of the shows, right? Mm-hmm. Just because. And I I just love it. I just love to do it when I have a co-host, right? So what's been the positives in your week recently? Or what has been not just the positives, but like, Let's say, for example, the achievements that you had this week. That would be the Halloween show. It wasn't didn't go as bad adult as I think, thought it might possibly, because mm. that's why I didn't label it Liberty, Mind, Body, and Soul, because wasn't sure how adult it would get for the gaming section. But it was extremely fun, upbeat, uplifting, and I think everybody there, as far as I know, walked away a lot, feeling a lot better, a lot happier than they were, whether in chat or on the panel than they did before the show, including myself. And that for me, I mean, I'm not used to it. I don't, have not had a gathering like that in decades. I mean, we had a, I had a gathering with Vape Fam last year, but it was local. That was, that was like the biggest Halloween I've had in like decades until this year. And it felt even more so. So for me, that was a huge positive and an achievement because it's just, it was an amazing feeling. Mm-hmm. So, one of the things that I don't like to really bring up, I mean, it's not really I don't, but like, because sometimes that's the only thing that's going for me is my gaming life, right? So, dude, you know how sometimes I made, and I already did this, but 
I already had like two accounts in like Diamond or so. So, or in like Team Fight Tactics rather. So, right now I had two accounts already in Diamond, which is like, dude, I never, I'll be honest with you, I was expecting for myself to be just a hard stock platinum player. You know, I never expect myself to be in the good, kind of like in the good phases. So, yeah, one of the things is like, so for me, like one of the things that I never do is not, not just like check, check myself on how I'm doing on that area, but like to be able to commit myself to like actually doing it, right? So let's say, for example, for me, it took me like 103 games to actually get to Platinum, or not Platinum, Diamond, on that one account. And then on the other account, because I play more in there, and, you know, that's where I usually kind of like, I mean, not usually, but that's where I really kind of grind myself. So on the other one, it's one... 140 games. Although that's due primarily to experimentation, I would say. So, you know, and sometimes meta metas that abuse, you know, sometimes like there's like a week where the MP, no offense, but like there are some Call of Duty people who's who would say like, okay, so there's not a nerf on the guns, but like, you, you know what? This is like OP and this is like the meta, you know what I mean? So there's kind of like that seasonal change in TFT2. So yeah, I mean, it's not too, too bad, but you know, it's also not that, that bad for instance. So I would say one of the best things that happened is to achieve that and by the way and it because i'll be honest i only there are times that i only grind through end of season stuff so yeah that's kind of like one of the things that i ever did was to ever play the game so not only just that but I'm proud to announce that Mental Detox has actually been able to, number one, break 100 plays. So thank you guys for your support. Did Tim and I never envisioned this to be continuing for like 15 episodes or 10 episodes or like even five episodes. And it means a lot for us to you know, for you guys to actually not just cater, but to actually be interested in what we're talking about. So thank you for your support, guys. And, you know, just be assured that we'll still be talking about some relevant stuff here and there. And not just that, but, you know, mental detox will still be here for you. So thank you for that. Thank you for your support. And, yeah, we're just glad for your support, guys. Thank you. Yeah, thank you guys. It really does mean a lot. Um, honestly, this is the first like podcast of this type I've tried to tried to go into. We I had one other short podcast that just times didn't work out to keep it going. Whatever, mm -hmm. but um, no, this has actually been a real positive podcast. And I wasn't sure either. I wasn't, you know, I don't know a lot about the podcast world. I mean, I listened to a few here and there, but nothing serious. Yeah, like. For me, I used to, I mean, it's me. I usually don't pay attention to them unless it's live. Like, there are some, like, quote-unquote live podcasts, so unless that it's, like, a live podcast one, then I pay attention. If it's not a live podcast one, I don't pay attention. So that speaks a lot to me. I think I would have listened to more if I had a long commute to work or something. That would be the time I'd try to listen to a podcast, but yeah. I don't. So that's, you know, there's not really that time period of my life where I 
sit down and just have time to listen unless I'm on the tractor in the summertime is about the only time I really do that when I'm yeah. trying to clean the yard up. Mm -hmm. So that being said, okay. Because I mean, for once, like, I mean, it's a 20th episode. If anyone of you doesn't know the zeros, what we usually do is we just take our chill pill and detoxify, right? Because I mean, right now, it's not that we don't have much to talk about. It's more like, we want us to like, take our chill pills, because you know, sometimes, you know, you're taking through a lot of things. But, you know, we're, we have to also take in some better ones, if that makes sense. So, yeah. That being said, I'll open up the topic to a little more lighthearted one, dude. Because a bunch of times, and I'll be honest here, because, you know, I'll be honest here for a reason. One of the things that I ever like to be, you know, not really understood with, because I never try to like be understood by anyone, right? I always be, become the person who tries to understand people, right? I always want to be on the other side of the coin or on the other side of the fence, not like on mine. And I realized something, right? One of the things that I, it's not that I don't really that I really do. But one of the things that seem to be, I, I don't know, it's more, I don't know how to explain it because sometimes it gets into my mind that being or having this like cry, quote unquote crisis in my life, it's like, it's always how, how could I reach out to other people, right? Or it's also like, how do I, how do I help other people rather than helping myself in some situations that, you know, I'm actually afraid myself to talk about if that makes sense. So let's say for example, right? Like for, for me, I know it's hard to explain because I can't open up much about it, but when it's sometimes like, you get into a point where pretty much you take a beating in your life and you just can't explain it to everyone or to anyone. You But you want to help, but you don't want to kind of like ask for help, if that makes sense. And that sometimes you kind of like want to give up or give up on life, but it's like, you really can't like you're stuck on that same instance in the middle yep, so that's a spot where it's extremely dangerous too because if you do give up then you get into the negative side and that's where all kinds of dangers happen it's not just i mean obviously suicide's always the bottom line but there's yep. above stages of that where you just screw up and maybe you're not paying your bills right or because you just don't care anymore or you just trying to make yourself feel happy you start buying stuff but you don't have the money for it and then you can't pay your bills and then you're winding up dealing with possible evictions or your repos and all kinds of things this is very common it, and people call it mania but sometimes it's misdiagnosed as mania because it could be that it's just a way of trying to pick yourself back up when you're afraid of hitting rock bottom and unfortunately this happens a lot and i have a feeling this being the 20th episode we might as well bring it up 2020 sucks it happens a lot it just oh hell yeah you know and and sadly this year is probably <coughs> one of the worst which means there's gonna be more people affected more issues um so if you are having a positive moment and say you're listening to this podcast just because you've had bad moments or you just want to listen um reach out to those others that aren't because they could really use the the handout and you know to hold them up a little bit during this time and if you're not you know sometimes just reaching out to each other and helping each other is the biggest 
thing you could do and best thing you can do for yourself as well as them. So that's where I feel about all this, what you just said. It's, it's tough when you're in the middle there because you can go either way. And with everything against actually the positive feelings, you got to really focus on them and change your mindset and looking at them. Like I've been saying, 2020, yeah, it sucks. But we do have more FaceTime than we've ever had in decades. You see people caring more about family and friends and even people that they just casual acquaintances than you've ever seen before. You know, you care about their health and well-being, mental state, all these things. This is something we haven't had in decades. It's in a way, it's a positive for the, in the end, it'll be a positive Hopefully. in the community. But right now there are some, there's some struggles. The struggles are bringing us together. It's also causing rifts. Um, if you're having a rift, try to think of it from the other person's point of view. And if you can't understand it, expect that you probably don't know everything about what their point of view is. It might not necessarily be as bad as you think. In most cases, it's not. So just try to look on the positive side. It's so easy to get sucked down into that negative hole. But there is a positive in almost every lining if you really look hard enough. And that's the way I've been trying to live things lately and trying to help people with, because there is positives to every down. You just kind of got to look for them really hard sometimes. And sometimes they're right in your face and you just can't see it because you're so, it's so much easier to get sucked. You don't have to, you know, you don't have to deal with the negative. I mean, positive. The positive thing happens. It's like, good, that happened. So you don't think about it again. Whereas a negative thing happens. I got to deal with this now. You see the difference there? Well, how one's fleeting even though it's, it could be just as big a thing or bigger, but it's fleeting. It just kind of runs across. It's like, oh, that good happened. Oh, no, now all this negative. When a negative thing could be like a tenth as affected of your life is that positive. But because it's a negative, you get absorbed by it. It's, a, it's kind of a freeing your mind moment that is really necessary than this. And I think all of us can do it, especially if we're working together. If you're listening to this podcast, there's a really good chance you're already working on it. Yeah, like for me, one of the things that I am, and I'll be honest here, one of the things that I'm actually af not just really afraid for is not, it's not about change per se, right? Because I mean, it, I don't like being a hypocrite and saying like, okay, I don't like change. Like, I mean, no. No one kind of like likes change, to be honest with you. Sometimes on talking about this kind of like state where you're in the mental state where you want to improve, but like you're so comfortable in your old, dark, sacred place, let's say. And sometimes you're even more comfortable when you're just actually not, not just even the in that small place, right? So, okay. Quickly. Everything okay? <laughs> All right. Um, so, I just realized that I might have to re-record this because my mic was on the wrong one. But anyway, you do sound different. Yeah. So that being said, dude, okay, Let, let's gear up the explanations that I have a while ago, right? So one of the things that I necessarily like about 2020, right? I mean, let's be honest, like, you have grown closer to other people in a way and you have actually like grown closer to family which is what i like and not just that but being it closer to your family it makes you improve not just your from your family relationships but your relationships towards other people right i mean for some, okay, let's let's be honest. You are like quarantined for like the end month that you don't know. 
and then it would search again and then you know it would search again blah 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 which is okay but the thing is one of the best things that it actually brought is relationships and keeping in contact with people because let's be honest before you don't see people trying to like yo you want to get into zoom calls with me or like do you want to get to like some kind of like a meeting with me or something like that like it's kind of like weird to to be frank with you like it's kind of weird when people are like yo we gotta do this that this that i'm like yeah. Well, one of the things was people had, you know, especially the people that were working full time, a lot of overtime, everything else before. And then all of a sudden they're home. They started reaching out, like you said, with community calls or Zooms or your discords or whatever. You're reaching out to people and creating relationships and friendships and, you know, a safety net. This is something that previous to 2020, we really kind of left for granted and didn't. Honestly, since uh, texting really became popular, that's what most people did. You'd see them on their phones texting each other. And you know as well as I do that, that even a translation in text can be read wrong. It can ruin a relationship just by someone reading it and thinking in the wrong mindset. It could literally stop you from talking to somebody. It can happen. Whereas the face-to-face, you see the actual interaction and stuff. And that's one of the things that was lost for a long time. And we're coming back to that because we're seeing that. You know, you see the reaction of someone and you go, wow, I took this person the wrong way all this time when we were trying to talk through text. You know, it happens a lot. Or they might open up to you a little bit more in person on there because they can feel that personal connection. Mm-hmm. And it could be something that, you know, like you were saying before, could be something that was really rooted to you and bothering you, but you didn't feel comfortable saying through a text and you didn't have the relationship or the, um, you know, the interaction you had for a FaceTime talk, like through Zoom. And maybe once you got comfortable through Zoom with this person, you might open up and it might alleviate a lot off your shoulders and a lot of stress out of your life. This is something that was amazing. Dude, one of the things that I kind of find is not just, not just services, you know what I mean? But like, you kind of feel that a lot of it has has come into like a point a point where you had a point of contact with some person but it doesn't seem to it's not really just understand it's more like the perspective is you didn't want it's like it's two different worlds where you're in a call rather than you're in an actual text messaging software. So let me expi- let me explain to you some stuff, right? So let's say, for example, and this is like true experience. I'll tell you. I'll tell you an a first ba- base experience. Number one. So me and Tim, we get along. Like when we when I say we get along, we always get along. Like, I mean, I will say 99% of the time, sometimes, like, even at my very worst, we still kind of get along, you know, even at his worst, maybe when he doesn't show me, we still get along. But there was one specific day where it's what, where it was like, and trust me, this is what brought like my degenerate sleep schedule, right? So it was brought upon my degenerate sleep schedule when you know this pandemic occurred and life life stuff happened technically. So essentially, right? And I would read you the message specifically because for instances i actually read this wrong a lot for some reason i don't know like i'm i'm kind of like good at messages but like sometimes i just 
I just suck at reading them, you know? So, dude, I was browsing through our messages, right? So, it says, and this was around the morning. So, Tim said, how are you doing? Love you, brother. And I didn't reply to the love you, but I did reply to the I'm doing okay. Tim said he's happy to hear that. I said, how are you? He said he's doing well, focusing on the holiday. And then I fell asleep. Tim messaged me and said, full up to recording tonight. And then I said, I suck. My sleep schedule sucks. So think about that, right? My sleep schedule sucks. Okay. And then it's like, yeah, it's no surprise. Outside, if show... It shows you have no schedule in your life to keep up time relevant. It will be better once you do. I'm sure of it. Now, to me, or to Tim, rather, it sounds okay, right? He means, he means well. I know he means well. But for me, in, te- in classic textual fashion, right, I, sit, I said, I'm sorry. It's like I felt... Like, in a way, Tim was blaming me. When in fact, Tim was meaning meaning well where, yes, I know you have a a degenerate sleep schedule and thus we can't do much about it. So Things will change naturally. That's what I meant by it, yeah. Yeah. You know, and then I was like, you know what? So what I usually do with this kinds of messages where I don't feel good about it, but I don't really feel bad about it either way is, and this is just a classic me. So I'll put the message aside. I'll tell you, I, you know, I apologize here and there because I know how to apologize. And then I'll say, I'm sorry, you know, it's my bad. Like, yeah. And then I'll read it. And some ways and in some time and fashion, one of the things that I notice through those times is it's not just like the growth, but like you don't see the intention initially when it's on a textual manner where let's be honest visually you don't pay attention to them but auditorially if that makes sense but your auditory senses rather it's much more easier to like sense it if that makes sense you know it it is you can tell i mean just like body language verbal language does the same thing it has a way of communicating a totally different meaning through whereas the text is missing that so it depends on the mood of the person reading it a lot of times like if you're feeling a little defensive or upset like you were upset that day you overslept you know you were feeling a little down and a little guilty about it and so you took it the way that you were feeling it's totally normal for text that's the issue with text it usually depends on the person reading it and Mm -hmm. their frame of mind and Unfortunately, that isn't always true. Whereas if you're talking like we are now, or even if it's just an audio conversation through a phone, which is another thing you see more of, you used to see a lot more just texting and especially from the, the uh, younger generation, completely texting and hardly ever getting on a phone. My daughter was one, she hated calling me on the phone until this you know, dumpster fire happened. Now she calls me on the phone quite frequently and it's actually, there's a better communication there. And we have, I mean, it feel like even though she's gone to school, there's a lot stronger connection between the two of us, you know, compared to what it was like for the first year she was over there in school. I mean, I'd only get a text every now and then. And then, I don't know, it got kind of, it'd get dry and boring. Whereas when we talk on the phone, you know, you get that feeling, you know, that connection that you don't get. And occasionally, you know, all the Zoom calls and stuff like that, it's just, it's a big difference. 
And I think it's a very positive thing in this world, especially in a world that you have to go out and wear a mask. Now you're actually wearing masks outside, so you're not going to interact with people face-to-face as often in public because the masks themselves, believe it or not, you don't even have to think, you know, you think the mask and you think, the, you know, I got to wear this thing so it makes me less personable. But on the top of that, you have the fact that that mask gives away a little fear. So you're going to be a little more standoffish of talking to people and communicating with them, and especially getting to know someone new as compared to before. So that when you see that happening, it's scary, but then you see the craving, the human need to interact in that way face-to-face. And that's where you're seeing Zoom kick up and mm-hmm. other medias like that, where you're getting that face-to-face connection that you're really craving. But it's also bringing back more, because even if you're out walking, you might have social anxiety disorder out in public. You know, just being out there, you added to it the pandemic. Now, all of a sudden, you're communicating with someone on purpose and getting to know them and accidentally creating relationships occasionally. I mean, that's something to be said for a dumpster fire year. Is it all bad? I would say no. There's a really big positive out of this. If we can hold on to this beyond when this pandemic's over, the world will be a lot better place. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for one of the reasons, right? It's 2020. It's not just like any other year right like a lot of people would think okay 2020 you know it's double 20 and you know what will happen with double 20s you know tim has a 2020 vision so that being said it's going to be the perfect year you know but it goes totally downward spiral initially it was i would say okay initially and then it took a way that way drastic turn around i would say march and Happy then to me yep <laughs> and then april came it's like you want you want to say april fools but you can't happy birthday to me too and then it's like you want to initially make it into account or take it into account where okay, you want it to be okay, but it's not really okay. But, you know, comes the time to like up until September that you have the certain life. And then in a way afterwards, it's like, okay, it's slowly getting better, right? Everything's slowly getting better. And then afterwards, October came, and then, oh, yeah, there's a sudden resurgence about things. So it's like, yeah, you got to get quarantined again. So everything's going to be total lockdown again. So, yeah. Yep, UK is already pushing it. Um, that's another thing. I mean, that's something to be said, too. Internationally, we're coming together. Like, there are connections and friends I have internationally that, if we didn't have the pandemic probably wouldn't, wouldn't be nearly as strong as they are and nearly as close because of zoom and, you know, even the live shows and the podcasts, everything, it all brings that together. And it's something that wouldn't have happened unless you had like the perfect storm and the perfect storm is a storm and it can be horrible, but it doesn't mean nothing good comes out of it. And that's just it. If you can keep yourself in that positive state of mind, and try to focus on those positive things more and a little bit less of the negatives because the negatives will pass. Most of the negatives, negative things that stimuli that you're dealing with, they're temporary. Once this pandemic lifts, if it has to do with the pandemic, it's probably going to go away and you're going to be okay. But what you can focus on is the positives and hold on to them as long as you can and keep them going as long as you can past the pandemic. And you'll be amazed how much your life is most like more, very likely not a guarantee, but very much more likely to be an extremely positive experience after this is over. You might actually be in the best place you've ever been after this is over Mm. just because of this. And one of the key things that I took in from like this situations is like, okay, dude, like what can I do for it to be actually be better? 
or what can I actually do in order for me to actually keep up with the these kinds of changes? It's right as a person, it's like you can only do so much and it's just like okay it's either i get to change too or i got left out and it's not you know it's not really gonna be worth my time you know and for a lot of people right this is not just about and correct me if i'm wrong but this is a process of a human being able to commit to, I won't say evolution, because it's not like you're a monkey and then you become a human. And then right now, you know, we're kind of like humans already. And then tomorrow we'll become X-Men. And then after becoming, we becoming we become mutants or X-Men, we'll become superheroes. And then thus we'll be like the gigabit brain of the whole universe once we fully evolve and then we die down somewhere else and when we become monkeys again it's not it's not like that what i mean to say is your growth as a person needs to match how much of it comes to stem to our society today so let's say for example right like for me up until recently, dude, I'll be honest with you, I have not, I'll be honest with you, like, I have not kept up with even, like, the recent, you know, not just the recent pandemic change, but this whole thing of, you know, some people who have without jobs for, like, the longest time, or some people who have not contributed to society, or, like, some people who have stayed at home and not much been able to do much. So, you know, it's, it was just as tough as it is that it sometimes your growth matters, but you get left behind, if that makes sense. Because it's not much that you consistently grow or consistently learn but sometimes you need a refresher and sometimes you just need to relearn some stuff so you know if that makes sense makes sense to me you don't need exp- i don't need to further on that you got it um can i add a little fun break for just a moment just for fun okay sure you brought Please. up a cool question if you could choose which x-men use powers you could have which one would you want Oh, dude. Okay. Because here's like a tricky question, right? So for me, when I was a kid, I wanted to be Cyclops. Beam lasers all the way, right? (laughs) Like, who doesn't like beam lasers? But now, actually, my answer would be... Jean Grey. Jean Grey, that's a good choice. Yeah, power, that's powerful. Truthfully, I don't know why, but I, despite you know the adamantite poisoning, I still have to go a Wolverine. His healing powers and stuff. You wouldn't have to worry about being sick. You know, unfortunately, it made him more of an animal like at nature, so it wouldn't be me. But if I could be me, I could see that being a great thing because you can go into places and not have to worry about getting ill and help people more. That's the way I would go about it. And if you had to fight someone off, you could. But I don't know. That's just always, that's been mine. But I agree with you. When I was younger, I really liked Cyclops. But you know what did it for me is realizing that if he didn't have the glasses on until Jean Grey fixed his eyes, um, he couldn't even open his eyes without like destroying everything in front of him. So that was kind of like a, that's a pretty big letdown that you have to have your glasses. You get your glasses stolen, you're screwed. And that was a, factor for me choosing that too but i was just curious because you know you brought it up and i was like hmm, i kind of went in my head a little bit who would i want to be and i said hey i don't know what frank wants to be <laughs> so it's like right yeah i mean that's the type of thing if you can play these kind of mental games if you hear something 
just try to hold on to that thought and then ask it in a conversation and as long as long as it's appropriate um you know sometimes if you do these things it can lighten the mood a little bit in a deep conversation especially if you get really deep into something you really care about like an advocacy situation or something these lightened moods are needed and sometimes it can help you think a little more clearly if you're not so into it. It's like getting so involved and deep rooted into a subject. You don't see all the little circles going around it and openings. You're only seeing what's in front of you, tunnel mm-hmm. vision. And sometimes a little lighthearted can bring, bring you out of that. And it can work for a lot of different things, including depression, anxiety, you name it. Just wanted to throw that out there. So, yeah, like, I mean... It's nice to have some little breaks, but it's even better for us to commit to like an even, I wouldn't say better break, but sometimes we just need a break for, you know, for life for some reason, you know, like let's be honest, pandemic's in and no, no one wants to actually live that life where you know everyone's just consumed totally by their own sanity and you know because this is how I believe kind of thing you know how like you feel that and this this kind of like mind-boggling because I try I kind of like wanted to explain this, but you know how it's like you have Professor X in your head that wants you to get better, but sometimes there's a Magnino who's just want to pull you from somewhere else. And then for somewhere and in some manner, you want to go either of the two, but because it's like you don't want to go with either of two. It's just like you become stale. If that makes sense. Like, it's not really stale, but like you become static. Yeah, it's a self-care sometimes includes a little time out for yourself as well. You know, something that you enjoy or sometimes it'd be quiet moment. Could be meditation, could be reading a book, playing a video game, or just, you know, a walk in nature or maybe a ride on your, in your favorite vehicle, be a car, bike, whatever. You know, sometimes you just need that moment to try and reflect and take care of yourself, make sure you're okay. So yeah, you could have, like you said, the being torn both ways. That happened with a few of the X-Men too, that mm-hmm. they actually flopped to the other side for a while because of specific moments when they were dealing with, you know, things in their head. And although it may be a, you know, a comic book series originally, the cartoon, whatever, it really does have a lot of relevance to real life. There's that being torn is common. That's human nature. So, you know, if you haven't, if you are kind of a, you know, that type of person that likes those type of things and likes your comics uh, or your cartoons, check them out. Cause you know, you can learn things in some of these older shows. Dude, in, okay. What is one thing that you've actually learned from cartoons? Uh, that Wiley Coyote never wins. <laughs> <laughs> no, in truth, uh, you learn a lot of morals. In certain, a lot of the um, ones done by Stan Lee show a lot of moral conflicts. You see moral conflicts with, you know, all kinds of characters, like from Superman to Batman, to, you know, some of the big ones even. They conflict to themselves on what's what they need to do, and they don't even know, and they have to make a decision. And we've seen both of them go dark at different points in time and during their cartoons or their comics. Um, you see it with most shows, even some of the ones that are over the top, usually carry some form of relevance to right and wrong. They might go the wrong way, just to show you that it's wrong or to make fun of it, but. Yeah, you learn a lot from anything. You can, anything can teach you something, as long as you're looking at it through the right eyes, like the right shades, so to speak. It's like seeing a 3D movie. It doesn't quite necessarily hit you right the first time you watch it without 3D glasses, but if you get the right 3D glasses on, 3D movie really pops out at you, and it's kind of like that. You got to like look at it from the right angle, and then you can, you know, most things will teach you something. 
even if it's something more, nothing more than knowing that's not what you like, teaches you something. One of the things that I've learned from cartoons is that cartoon betrayals are for real. And then as of this moment, as of this year into existence, what I've learned is that Evangelion should be able to be existing as of the moment and we're living in a doomed state. Nah, I'm just kidding. But like, one of the things that I've actually learned is, dude, I mean, it's just the matter of, and let's be honest here, it's just a matter of how you use your powers kind of thing. It's kind of like a matter of, okay, what can I do to be able to actually make things work if that makes sense because let's be honest right if you're a mutant or if you had superpowers let's be honest you you never come into a point where you feel that you're actually useful up until you learn how to use those specific powers but if that makes sense then it's like you're constantly at battle with yourself and no one even knows about it up until you up until you do that's been me for over a decade i mean since the depression i tried helping people once and it just like the situation was actually helping as an actual counselor there were so many rules and regulations on me that i actually kind of lost interest because i felt like i was losing the battle so to speak it was actually making me worse because you couldn't help only to a certain point and then you were just bound by rules that you wouldn't let you to fully help the person. So up until this year, I've never, I felt kind of like, I mean, outside of like family and friends always come to me. It's always been a thing, but for me to feel like, I don't know, like I'm actually trying to help and it seems to be helping and getting feedback that it's helping to me, that makes me feel like I'm useful kind of, you know, it's been years of feeling like, I thought I could do something, but I just like, how do I do it? Ah, I'm not even going to bother. You know, you that kind of thing where you feel like you're almost ready to do it. And then it's like, no, ah, what's the point? Mm-hmm. And then you get beat down like that. Like I did when I was a counselor, it's really hard because you get to the point where I'm really helping. And then the person gets moved on to the next step and they're getting dropped in the middle while they're waiting for the next step to kick in and you know it, but you're not allowed to reach out to that person. So you just feel like you let them down. Because they're either coming back again, or worst case, in a few instances, they never came back again because they were no longer around. You know, that actually happened. And it, to me, that really hit me hard. So for me to try and find a way to start it, I don't know how it happened. It was like the perfect storm this year for me. And I saw people struggling and I felt someone has to stand up for these people and help them. The same with uh, the community we're in. I, for the longest time, was trying to talk other people into advocacy. But I saw that no one else is doing it. And I started getting that mental note, like, why is no one doing anything? It's like, hey, I'm not doing it. Wait a minute, I'm a hypocrite. And that's why I stepped up. It's because of that. I got popped in my head and I realized I'm being a hypocrite. How can I ask someone else to do what I'm not willing to do? And that's just been how I live and live this past year. And I feel a lot better for it. So I see it's kind of ties in a little bit to what you were saying about the feeling like you should, but not really doing it type thing. <laughs> and then all of a sudden it just, if you can click that, flip that switch just right, things can change. Life can get better for you and possibly as many as you can around you. Sometimes all you need to flip a switch is a tiny little notch. Like, it, or a Frank. Or a Tim. Everyone in the community needs somebody to pull and launch on them. Like the tiny little bit, like the tiny little ounce of courage that they need to walk through and their tiny little, I wouldn't say ammunition, but like, you know, that sense of power. Encouragement. Encouragement. 
the sense of I can do this, the sense of the drive, the sense of thinking that the current situation is possible, that there's nothing, I won't say impossible because you're a human, but you're thinking there's things that you could do and that you can do. So, you know, think about it. It always takes us a tiny little notch here and there for us to make the for us to make things work. And right now, it's 2020, right? We discovered through lots of thought things that it's a 2020 and that there's some things that we need to do, but there's some things that we were able that we'll be able to do. Sometimes you're allowed to have a good year. Since you're allowed to have a good year, you might you might as well have bad ones, because, you know, as people always say say there's a wheel of life, or a circle of life. Sometimes you're up, sometimes you're in the bottom. But not that it really matters. But what really matters is how how you grow as a person. That being said, again, as we end through this show, just a reminder, okay, I know 2020 is a hard day, not just a hard day, but the hard year, but think about it this way, there are other things that you also need to do as a person, and you just need a tiny little empowerment for you to do it. That being said, this is the Mental Detox Podcast. Again, as we always say, at any given point in time that you need somebody or you think somebody doesn't think of you, just remember, our dreams are always open and we love each and every one of you all. Stay safe, have a good day, have a good weekend, and remember, you don't have to go through 2020 alone. Your story is not finished yet, and this is your story. Have a good one, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Mental Detox Podcast. If you want to support the show, I encourage you to give it a five-star review and download or subscribe to the podcast. We are on various platforms such as Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts. Links are down below. Also, you can follow us in our various social media platforms such as twitter.com slash frankwolfbyte and twitter.com slash judgeguilty for our twitter and instagram.com slash frankwolfbyte and instagram.com slash an advocate for liberty on instagram thank you and have a great day